Hello and welcome to the GTR News Brief. It's Wednesday, October 7th, and here are a few of the top stories from the world of trade and trade finance this week. Blockchain Trade Finance Initiative Contour has now left beta, bringing the decentralised digital trade finance platform into full live production. As part of its live launch, Contour's members and pilot testers have developed a rulebook and membership agreement. For now, Contour's central offering will remain the letter of credit, for which the network has managed to reduce processing time by as much as 90% during testing, from an average of 10 days to under 24 hours end-to-end. However, the company's CEO tells GTR that the network will be adding further modules in the near future. A group of major banks are hoping that a blockchain-based registry of trade finance transactions will put a stop to the fraudulent practices that have plagued Singapore's commodities trading sector this year. The project is jointly led by Standard Chartered and DBS Bank and brings together 12 other financial institutions. Built on a platform developed by Singapore-based technology firm DLT Ledgers, The registry is currently at the proof-of-concept stage following pilot testing that started in June. The hope is it will mitigate against duplicate financing from different bank lenders for the same trade inventory. However, industry insiders question whether a trade finance registry can effectively address those issues without the involvement of buyers, sellers, traders or shipping companies. Nothing news. UK businesses are largely optimistic about growth prospects over the medium term, with business confidence higher now than this time last year, according to new data from Santander. The fourth annual Santander Trade Barometer, released this week, finds that as many as 60% of the companies surveyed are confident that they will see growth in the next three years. Businesses aspiring to internationalise are especially optimistic, with the number of domestic-only companies considering international expansion in the next three years rising to its highest level, 17%, since the barometer began in 2017. Now we turn to a major story from last week. Hundreds of thousands of seafarers remain stuck at sea, continuing to work and unable to be relieved as a result of COVID-19 travel restriction measures. Given the rotation of crews is a key part of maritime trade, there are concerns that, without safe changeovers, supply chains and trade are at risk. Plus, businesses are also worried about their potential exposure to supply chain and human rights issues. Earlier, I spoke to reporter Maddie White to find out more. As we speak, about 400,000 seafarers are stuck at sea and they're unable to be relieved as a result of travel restrictions imposed because of the pandemic. And aside from these 400,000 people stuck on ships, just as many are unable to join vessels, meaning they have no source of income. And this has been accumulating since March. So typically, on a monthly basis, 100,000 seafarers leave vessels, having fulfilled their contracts, with 100,000 others travelling to ships to replace them. And this rotation of crews is a key part of maritime trade, And without these safe changeovers, supply chains and trade are at risk. Many are seriously concerned about the situation. And Maddie, can you say why this is? Several international bodies have voiced their frustration over the situation, including the International Maritime Organization, the International Chamber of Shipping, the World Economic Forum, as well as the United Nations. And rightly so. 
Some seafarers have now been at sea for 17 months without a break, which well exceeds the 11-month limit set out in the Maritime Labour Convention. It is a humanitarian crisis. And these global bodies are calling for governments around the world to work together and give maritime personnel key worker status, which would enable them to leave ships and move across borders more freely. The International Maritime Organization has also published several testimonies of stranded seafarers. I will read you one. So Rafael, a seafarer from the Philippines, has been at sea for a year now. And his testimony reads, I was supposed to be home in April, but all the airports are closed. It's impossible to fly home and hotel quarantines are expensive. So they chose not to relieve us. I have already faced four cancellations of going home. I don't know what's going on. We deliver the cargo and the goods, but they close the borders for us. And Maddie, how significant is the problem for supply chains and global trade? It is hugely significant. 80% of trade moves via ships. We rely heavily on transport for the movement of goods in order to get food and medicine. The business community is also extremely worried about their potential exposure to supply chain and human rights issues as a result of these restrictions. In a letter addressed to the UN's Antonio Guterres in September, the CEOs of major consumer goods companies, including Unilever, PepsiCo and Danone, called on governments to designate seafarers as key workers. They also raised human rights concerns. The letter says that by having seafarers on ships well past their contract duration, supply chains for essential consumer goods have faced major disruption, with the situation also inadvertently creating a modern form of forced labour. And Maddie, what actions can be taken to help these stranded seafarers? Well, it's very clear that this situation is not sustainable for much longer. Governments need to give seafarers key worker status to allow them to leave their ships and move more freely. However, when I spoke to Guy Platten, who is Secretary General at the International Chamber of Shipping, he said that those working on ships on overdue contracts have continued to move goods efficiently through the pandemic, and until that stops, steps may not be taken. Thanks for listening to this episode of the GTR News Brief. We'll have more stories from the world of trade and trade finance soon. The music used for this episode was provided by Kevin McLeod with his track Loopster, as well as South London Hi-Fi with their track Sunrise Drive. Thanks for listening.